Hey there friends, it's Nick and this is episode 335 of the Story Hacker podcast. So this is going to seem like the height of arrogance or something, I think. This is the first of a three-part series, short series, on how to read. Now, <laughs> obviously I'm not trying to teach you how to read, right? But what I'm doing, as I've done several times on this podcast, is use these episodes to kind of think about a problem that I have and a process that I have try and improve it, explain what I'm doing wrong and explain what I think I'm doing right and hopefully come out with something that helps all of us because there's, well I think there's a couple of things going on in reading that we really need to to talk about. One is of course the just the absolute avalanche of stuff there is available, books, blog posts, social media feeds, newspapers, magazines, I mean you know you maybe not in paper form, but certainly online. Um, there's just so much, so much to read. And one of the things that I think that's done, certainly for me, is it has reduced, it has increased the amount of reading I do, but reduced the quality of reading I do. And I've talked recently about how I've, you know, I've moved away from looking at any kind of, you know, daily news, really. And I'm not going to talk about that again, but that is part of this effort, part of this effort to to establish, to re-establish a good reading habit. Because I think there's been a bit of an evolution. You know, I used to read a lot in my teens and 20s. I read a lot of novels. As I became a businessman in my sort of the second half of my 20s, I transitioned more to non-fiction, um, particularly kind of business books and self-help books and all of that kind of stuff. But then when the iPhone comes along in um, whatever it was, 2006 or something, you know, I think that's the stuff for me. That was the start of the kind of slide. Um, and again, it's not about the amount. It's about the the kind of depth. And I think, you know, the reason I'm doing this now is because if you heard yesterday's podcast, the last episode, you'll have heard that next week I'm going to take, well, effectively, I'm going to take nine days off from my devices and off from the Internet to really make this staycation, <laughs> if you like, this stay-at-home vacation feel like it's a different thing. And I'm going to be doing a lot of reading. And I thought, th that said, it would be useful just to think about, you know, how I'm doing it with the stuff that I think that I do well. Because one of the things about being an author, you know, when I'm writing the thrillers is, there's an awful lot of, of science and psychology that comes into a book when you're writing about a you know, a psychologist, obviously. And, um, you know, it's really important for me. I mean, I'm fascinated by psychology anyway, but it's really important for me that the stuff that the character says in the thrillers is actually scientifically kind of valid. So one of the things you do, I think, if you're a writer is you need to, obviously you need to read a lot, but, you know, I'm, I make quite an effort to read across disciplines. So yes, there's psychology, there's biology, there's there might be some economics, but even as I'm saying this, I think I'm, you know, I'm kind of bringing up this other problem with reading at the moment, which is there's this, there's this kind of arms race. You know, there's so much out there, and any do you find this whenever anyone says, "Oh, I've read this really good book called X," and you haven't read it, you kind of get the fear, you get the kind of "I'm being left behind" kind of thing, and because. Because it's not possible to to read everything, 
And by the way, I don't think most people are reading what they say they're reading. I certainly, so I'm jumping around a bit here, but I certainly, I buy a lot of books and I'm old enough now that I'm comfortable putting a book down if it's if it's not really delivering. I'm comfortable putting a book down if I think I've gotten the gist. An awful lot of kind of popular business books in particular, you know, have, have a, a fairly straightforward, useful, but fairly straightforward core idea. And then they fill out 500 pages because you know, because that was the contract with the publisher, right? Um, so I'm certainly not reading all the books that I'm talking about completely cover to cover, you know, and recently, if you listen to the um, the series about the Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell, that was an example of where I sat down every day and read through the chapter I was talking about. But even that, you know, that hero's journey wasn't the whole book there's a whole other half that talks about creation myths which i didn't read so in some sense i think not everyone <laughs> not everyone who says they're reading something is reading all of it and some may be reading almost none of it and some may be reading summaries of it on on the internet right so there is that sense in which we don't want to get caught up in what other people are reading or not reading because it's easy to, you know if i say i'm you know, doing biology and economics and psychology. That makes me sound like I'm reading, you know, 10 hours a day. And I'm really not. And and part of the reason I'm doing this podcast course is, and part of the reason I'm going to be reading next week is because I sometimes feel like I'm saying something that is true in fact, but not in spirit. Does that make sense? And I want to, um, I want to get to a place where, as I say, this habit is you know, is better, is working better. So today's podcast is really about what to read and what I read. The next one will be about um, how I manage my commonplace book, my marginalia, my note-taking, all that kind of stuff. And then the third episode will be about, I guess, how I'm trying to integrate that into knowledge. Because the other thing is, there is this, there is this moment where you think, oh, I've finished that book, I've read that book, I can check that off and go on to the next thing. And again, it's there's this kind of false accounting system, I think, really, when we say, oh, I've read something, and now that's done, that's over. And what I'm really struggling with, I've struggled with for a long time, and I'm trying to find a solution for, is how do I actually take this stuff and bring it into my world and make it so that I can access it and use it when I need to. So that'll be the third episode. But anyway, just back briefly to the kind of books you want to read. So the other thing, so I, I cherry pick a lot. I buy a lot of books and I don't read all of them, all of all of the pages, right? Because I'm looking for the parts that really make sense and are relevant to me now. I would say the only th the only time when that isn't necessarily true is if a book really grabs me. I'm sitting here looking at my my copy of Sapiens from three years ago. And, um, you know, I do a kind of in-page index, which I get, guess we'll get to. But uh, that book is, the page that I've done the index on is absolutely crammed full of stuff. Because that's a book that if you start reading it, you're going to go through it because it's just all so, so interesting. So, you know, there are exceptions. And the other, the other class of exceptions, I'd say, is... 
books that are genuinely kind of classic. I've talked before on this podcast about how I am, you know, I might be reading, rereading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. That's one I reread recently. Last year, I reread Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance by Robert M. Persig. You know, and these are books that are worth rereading. And of course, in every genre, whether it's television or movies or books or whatever, we find things that are just classics. They are stand out. And, um, you know, one of the things I'm planning to do, I haven't done it yet, but I'm planning to do, for example, in some of these um, disciplines, like evolution, you know, I'm interested in learning more about evolution, but I've never read Darwin. And, you know, that's the kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of the, the, the start of it in that sense. And uh, I think it's really important sometimes to read the foundations. And that's one of the reasons why you and I, or maybe, um, uh, well, I certainly went back to The Hero with a Thousand Faces to remind myself what Joseph Campbell actually said about the hero's journey. Um, because otherwise you're always reading a kind of a, a pricey of a summary of someone's opinion. And it's really good to go back and read the kind of classics. Anyway, that's the end of this one. And um, in the next episode, I'm going to talk about how I take notes, how I manage my commonplace book and just just get into the difference between digital and paper. Thanks for listening. And remember, your story means business. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.